Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It is me, Chris, and of course, that Jimmy. Hey, Chris. <laughs> Jimmy. Tuesday. Happy we, Tuesday. We nailed it on a Friday and a Tuesday this week. Getting back on schedule. Getting back on track. I like it. Um, we got some karma to talk about tonight. Oh, karma. It's a quick, it's kind this is going to kind of be a quick episode. Uh, but I just thought that, uh, you know, we, we did. We, we talked about a story about a year ago oh. where uh, the Loudoun County, and we've actually talked about it a couple of times, I think, where the Loudoun County School District um, covered up mm-hmm. the sexual assault by a 15-year-old, quote-unquote, transgender female. So a guy, a boy who said he was a girl, uh, went into a bathroom at one school sexually assaulted a girl and instead of calling the police and and doing any of these things he they transferred him to another school where he did the same thing to another girl at that school meantime her father the first girl's father was the one who went to the school board Mm -hmm. complained they basically said uh none of that's ever been reported you're bullshit and had him arrested Mm. and then he was arrested you know Glenn Youngkin actually just um, pardoned him. Pardoned him, right? Yeah. Uh, That's what I'm going. Well, the superintendent, who was the superintendent of the schools at the time, yeah, ousted shortly thereafter, probably about two or three months after that whole thing happened, Mm. um, was convicted Mm. of two of two two charges, and I'm not sure what the two charges were, but I know one of them had to do with. Um, using his official government office to retaliate against the teacher. He fired the teacher that brought this issue to the forefront, to the oh, public. Trying, so, trying to squash it. Yeah, so he fired yeah. her. Wow. Um, and so he was found guilty of that, and he was found guilty of one other thing. I don't know what that other thing was. Um, but he's now convicted. Nice. So we got a little bit of karma and yeah, uh, that's a little bit of a little bit of hope in the world for sure that <laughs> you know there will be retribution for these people that try to do these terrible things um, and and cover them up yeah. and because yeah that of course they want to hide what goes against their own agenda they're pushing for this stuff and then they then they can't be wrong they can't well no way there's uh, we're just advocating for people to be free. Um, it's kind of like these uh, looters. We're just yeah. These people just want to feed their family, right? They just want to feed their family. They just they just need some bread from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. They I I don't know why. But in order to get the bread, lemon and no no. But in in order to get the bread, they have to have a they have to steal the iPhones, televisions, yeah. um, jewelry, jewelry. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, and so. The good thing is, is like, again, this is another part of this pendulum swing that I st- I think we're starting to see in the country where we're starting to get away from. And, and you know me, I say it all the time. I troll mm-hmm. people on social media all the freaking time. And there's been a vast decrease in the amount of the, you know, if you went on TikTok six months ago, it was all transgenders, gay you know, all, all the topics of the lives that they were doing were, you know, 
why are why do white people hate blacks why you know why are you so afraid of transgenders why are you so afraid of the gay community why are you so afraid of the lgbtq community that is cut down dramatically particularly in the last two or three months but i've seen the decline over the last six months really Oh, this stuff's going down. So hopefully this is kind of the sign that the pendulum is swinging. You know, we, we say, we talk about it all the time where, you know, the left seems to overplay their hand on stuff. And on these topics, which are, you know, the identity and gender politics that they play. Um, and that's the only thing they have because they have no policy. Um, and they, they've just overplayed it. And it's just not, I just don't see it flying anymore for them, at least not in the near term. That, uh, you know, maybe the success that they felt that they had over the last year or so or two years or whatever. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I hope people are waking up to their games. Um, I think that's what's kind of coming around there. People are just being overwhelmed. Like at, at some point you're overwhelmed with reality. You can try to hide this stuff for, yeah. for so long, but it, it eventually will bury you or, you know, at least smack you in the face and you're going to have to. And and you. Well, when your words don't match your deeds, right? Right. Like, so you can, you can claim all day that the black community is the most important thing to you, but when you're doing nothing and you're in a position of power, governors, mayors, uh, you know, whatever, uh, and your actions are doing nothing to improve the lives of those communities you purport to, you know, be the biggest defender of eventually they're going to catch on to that. Now it may take some longer than others. And you know, that's potentially the case on a lot of things, but uh, I think it's catching up uh, because the other thing that I see on social media a lot now is the black community uh, not supporting Biden, not supporting their governors, not supporting these progressive mayors, not supporting these uh, AGs and district attorneys uh, because their action, their their words are not matching their deeds. You know, how can you tell the black community, I'm here to protect you? You know, elect me as your attorney general. I'm here to protect you. But then you let every fucking criminal on the face of the planet out on, you know, out of jail with no bail for them to reoffend almost immediately. Yeah. Um, you know, or to continue to destroy businesses in black owned communities where they're going in and looting and nobody's getting arrested for it and nobody's going to jail for it. Certainly nobody's getting charged for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, like I said, I think they're going to wake up and see the problems that are facing them and they're going to hit them in the face. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't avoid inflation. It, it right. You see it every yeah. day, everywhere you go, every time you go to the gas pump, every time you go to the grocery store, yep. every time you want to go grab a meal, even going to McDonald's for people is like, a ten dollar meal nowadays. It's just kind of crazy. Yeah, I bought. I went. I actually stopped on my way home tonight. I stopped at Burger King. I got uh, a Whopper meal and a McChicken or not a McChicken. A what do they call it? original chicken sandwich? I think is what Burger King calls Depends it. Yeah, I've been to um, a long time. <laughs> um, but I got, I got. So I got two sandwiches, a fry, and a coke, and it was twenty two dollars. That is insane. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine like? Okay, what about probably 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. What was what was a meal an yeah, average probably, meal price? Three, four dollars, like yeah. maybe maybe a little bit longer than yeah. that. But still, that's probably a we've seen about a five X increase over mm-hmm. the last like 20 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
Think about the next 20 years. Yeah. Are we going to are we going to have 50 to 60 dollar meals yeah. at a at a at a freaking fast yeah. food place? How well, is that they, work? well, we we very well may because states like California and Maryland, uh California, I believe it's this week, uh fast food restaurants this I think this is the week. It's either this week or the beginning of next week that fast food restaurants regardless of fast food restaurant has to pay their staff $20 an hour. Yeah. So, 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 so it's going to be run by robots. Yep. Um, that, that might be a good thing. I don't know. Maybe look, <laughs> they might get the orders cleaner. right. They might get the orders right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. No, cause I actually did some math today and I was looking back at some of my, my budgeting or whatnot. And I was looking at my paychecks and I realized my, pay, my, my paychecks are almost the exact same as five or six years ago when I made significantly less, less money. money. Yeah. Significantly yeah. less money. And why are my paychecks still the same? Because taxes have yep. gone way up. Sure have. Medical insurance and medical costs have gone way up. Um, and so if I'm making, if I'm bringing home the same money and the inflation has gone way up in my daily life, then that means I'm making significantly less money than I was five years ago, even though my paycheck or my, you know, my, my salary is significantly more, but it means significantly less. less. Absolutely. That's ridiculous. And that's what people are going to see. I think the average, uh, if I remember correctly, I think the average family in America, you know, maintaining the same pay, same income, uh, that income is worth five thousand dollars a family less mm. this year. This year, and yeah. and projected to go up because look, we talk about like fast food restaurants and stuff. That the cost that they're charging is above inflation. Inflation is what six percent right now, something like that. Uh, six to eight, yeah, yeah. I mean, it... But they these prices have gone up like 14% or 15% groceries in the store have gone up on average 11 to 16%. Yeah, sometimes a hundred. So it's not just inflation and people are like, well, that's because, you know, Trump's, Trump's policies cut. No, no. what it is, is when you put other regulations in place, i.e. cutting down on our ability to, you know, uh, pump our own gas or, you know, to, to produce our own energy, um, when it costs more to ship, when it costs more to uh, to get those things into the stores, or everything that goes in the supply chain to get them to the stores. So you got inflation. And on top of that, you have these added costs because of regulation that's been put in place to make this more difficult and make it more expensive. I mean, it's pretty clear what the problems are. People just have to start waking up. And they are because their pocketbooks are suffering. I mean, you have a... Uh, you know, I'll say an inner city family of 12 because a lot of them are not that big, of course, but, you know, five or six anyway. And they were already making just above minimum wage that that now. You know, and, you know, that leans into the argument of, well, that's why you have to pay somebody a living wage. Well, it's not going to matter because yeah. determine what a living wage is when you have these policies that are ever changing. Uh, and ever going to impact these prices on everything, on gas, on food, on what, whatever whatever you want to look at, because everything is impacted. Yep. So, 
I don't know, man. I hope people are starting to figure it out. And I don't I'm not even I'm not even talking about this because of the upcoming election, although that's a huge thing. I'm just saying in general, and I don't think a lot of these people are even looking at the election. I mean, that's a year away and most people don't focus on that until the month prior to the election was when they start caring about it or when they get their paperwork in the mail saying that they can mail their ballots in. <laughs> um, and then most of them don't even care because they get filled out for them anyway. Um, but people are noticing this impact and they know exact. they're starting to see and starting to have um, what's that? What's the word recognition? They're start, starting to recognize exactly why these things are happening and you know everything i everything i see uh is strongly leaning towards the uh blame going on biden hmm. i mean I, from and like i said and that's predominantly from the black community that does their social media thing um you know even ones that were in full support of him you know a year ago are, are not I mean, they're 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 not they they still try to defend him to a degree, but you can tell it's not as it's not as uh, ferocious, um, you know, defense of Joe Biden as it was. <laughs> Honestly, not even close. So, hey, upcoming, um, just real quick before we go, uh, Jimmy's got to do some secret stuff. Um, we are going to have two very interesting shows coming up. I have two congressional candidates that are running for Maryland's 6th district uh, in, in the United States Congress uh, that have agreed to come on the show. I need to work with their schedules out, but I'm, I'm anticipating that over the next two weeks, we're going to have both of them on. I'm trying to get a third. She's going to be a little bit harder because she's, she's kind of, I don't want to say she's like the front runner, but she's kind of the one that's kind of got like the pack backing. So she doesn't need to, she doesn't need to, you know, slum and come to some local hmm. podcast to, uh, to get her message out there. Whereas uh, these two, you know, like them, like them or don't like them. Uh, they both came back very quickly and both said, oh my God, absolutely. I would be honored to be on the show, blah, Excellent. blah, blah. Yeah. So we'll get them on here and, uh, you know, find out, you know, they're going to be potentially they are the, you know, federal uh elected people from our state um so we'll, we'll talk to them about local issues and we'll talk to them about uh national issues because they're going to be making they potentially are going to be making those decisions uh they run and now uh what's his name not trone trone's the democrat that's currently filling that that seat uh parrot neil parrot who ran against him last time uh has come out and said he's running for senate so he's not He's not going to be in this race this time, uh, but there's five there's five candidates that I know of that are going to that are going to be running for the Republican against Trone. They're going to be running for the Republican nomination to run against Trone for the seat. And now with the redistricting, uh, now that the redistricting redistricting in for Frederick County and for the sixth district has been uh, overthrown. Mm-hmm. by a judge and that part of Montgomery County is no longer associated with this. Um, there's a good chance that Trone's not going to win. Cause he only, he only beat Parrot by like six points. Yeah. So uh, now that, now that they've got their gerrymandering thrown out, uh, we'll see what happens, but we'll be back on Friday 
Friday's my day off, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be around. I'll be hunting Friday morning. Uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be working. <laughs> so we'll be back on Friday. I hope you guys have a good rest of the week, and we'll talk to you all then.